couple with two kids wanting to do something that highlights the power of friendship and what it means to be in the company of true friends. We're going to move our society away and out of the loneliness epidemic and into a friendlier, happier world. Welcome to our friendly world. Better, stronger, together. It's a safe place, you guys. But there's more to it. The world is also a loving, friendly place. The world is a small town and everyone is your friend. And there are all kinds of friends, each one with various amounts of capacities and areas of focused abilities and ways about them. We've been doing different episodes. The quiet friend, the weird friend, all the different types of friends. Right? <laughs> And they weave in and out in all directions. And if you step away or up far away enough in your awareness of the world, you may notice how it's interwoven. Everything really is. If you step away far enough, in your awareness of the world, you may notice how interwoven everything really is. How one act of kindness transforms one person and ripples, weaves, through the entire fabric of the world we live in. How one burst of joy and happiness lifts everything from emotions to physical well-being to economic growth. How one thought can lighten up not just your surroundings within yourself, but the sky and everyone looking at the clouds. Step away a little bit further now. Away. Step a little bit further away. And it may even appear that we are this kind of electric circuit board where information is instantly connected received and translated in fact if you look and you keep looking you may realize we are electric we are electric charged with great power that does act like a super information machine much like how we have built our computers to be Take your mind away from the computers because we are the natural, original, organic, biological version of the computer. We are electromagnetic, galvanized, ignited, a current that runs throughout each one of us that even Nikola Tesla noticed can provide physical power to light the world. We are the spark. We are hot stuff. We are hot stuff. 
look even more expansively and you may notice how one spark here affects another on the other side of the planet. Go back to being small again and you will feel that spark from the other side of the world and notice it affecting your heart here. Look enough and you may realize the interconnections of everything. And you're going to be told. You're going to hear people see, say, you're going to you're going to hear people say that you're not responsible for the quote unquote outside world. And I'm here I'm here re-emphasizing the message that we all know that we are the outside world. We are the inner world. The outside world is our inner world. We are amazing electronic beings. (laughs) We are amazing, powerful, ignited sources of light. And you best believe that we can change the world. One thought can change the world. We are powerful like that. So when things are going on, especially these days, when all this is going on and there's all kinds of sparks, sparking, flying, and it may seem out of control and it may seem scary, it may seem the opposite of friendly, just know that it's still the spark and we can... And we are in so many ways galvanized because we're all feeling each other. And it's not about fighting for vaccines or fighting against vaccines. It's not about fighting for this or that. It's because there's a sense of separation at the root of it. And the sparks are flying in different directions, it seems. But we're here to remind each other that we are interconnected, that we're all the same it's the same body that when one spark like i said is felt around the world it is felt in your own body if you pay attention enough and so when that happens realize that one beautiful act of joy or a thought of joy or a thought of something that you wish for that's good Please believe that that does change the world, that you are responsible for the outer world. Every action we take is creating everything. That's what I want to talk about today. Actually, that's what we talk about on every show if you pay attention. (laughs) Right? (laughs) True. So the world is a friendly place. It's a kind world, especially because you're in it and because of our friendship. Because we are better, stronger together. That's what I want to remember. That's what I want to focus on. I've had so many people tell me to basically shut up and mind my own business. And that I am not strong enough or responsible for anything having to do outside of myself. That is the greatest lie. And such a terrible way to keep you disempowered. And, and on a basic level, I think we can all agree that's not true. I mean, family, just talk about family for a second. 
you know, we're, we're quote unquote responsible and there's no quote unquote to it. We're responsible for, you know, our family, our daughters. So it's inherently a terrible thing to say to just, you're not responsible for anything outside of yourself. And there are a lot of people who say that there's a lot of parenting circles that say, you know, you have to let them just be. And on so many levels, like it's not so, um, black and white you know they'll say you have to let them make mistakes i agree but to not to treat them like whatever (laughs) to treat them like okay you're your own person i'm not responsible for you you know no yeah yeah like how we talk about how friendship has pretty much become the state that it's in right now and we always talk about it really originates from the family and how we treat each other in the family is how we treat each other outside of the family, like IE with friends. Right. Well, yeah, we learn how to behave in relationships. Our first learnings come from our family. Right. And yeah, there are parenting, parenting circles that do believe that you're not really responsible for your kids. Is that what you were trying to say? That is what I'm trying to say, but I feel know, like it was something we're else. We're responsible for teaching them. We're responsible. We're legally responsible, frankly, until they're 18, for sure. But if you look at it, they are responsible for teaching us. They came in full ambassadorship. Do you remember? Well, I learning mean, is always a two-way street, right? The best teachers are your students. And and the worst teachers don't understand that and they try to like kick you out of the classroom. Right. Or they dictate and they don't listen to you at all. So going back to remembering our, our power, I just want to say and just remind us how we do touch everyone's lives. That if you think, oh, this is happening on the other side of the planet, it doesn't really affect me. Guess again. Well, I I know that you don't have to, our friends listening, but it's like saying that, oh, I have a headache. Oh, you know, oh, my, my, my stomach. Oh, that's not really connected. It's your body. Right. Yeah. No, I always find it interesting that, um, yeah, on a kind of a very negative note, but people heartburn can refer to God knows what's going on in your body. It's usually not just heartburn. It's not usually a, it, it, well, no. Oftentimes it's not a transitory thing that you can just take a Tums and forget about. We often talk about unseen forces. Like when we had Rachel Chevalier on and she talked about the lay of the land, ley lines in the ground, right. and they, how it's been scientifically proven for decades now, how they affect human biology we talk about spiritual matters and thoughts and Akashic records, how there is history within everything, within a rock, with, with everything. And it, it does have value. It does have information. And it does affect us. There are things that we can't see that are intricately, powerfully woven inside this big system that is life and it all it all is operating at the same time right 
Am I saying it right? Do you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes you stare at me, Matt, while I'm talking. I'm like, am I just jibber jabbering? What, what is he thinking? Like, am I just not making any sense? Because I know I can talk about something and go off on a tangent. And then I'll, I'll hear myself again when I'm editing the podcast. I'm like, what, what in the world was I saying? Is it like that? No, not at all, babe. So why are you quiet? Because you're speaking truth, I'm just going to, you know, let you speak, for goodness sake. I'm done. This is supposed to be both of us talking. I understand. I understand. I find it interesting uh, when you were talking about how we're electric, we're electrical, we're electric beings. And yes, we are. Uh, The whole aspect of, you know, you can stimulate the heart using electricity. You can stimulate muscles using electricity. And they, they describe your nerves when your brain firing and like telling your fingers to move is electric. They describe the brain as wiring together, firing together right. your thoughts, right? Yeah. But I briefly mentioned Nikola Tesla. You know, when I taught yoga, all my yoga classes were based on everything Nikola Tesla. And he said he had the information that our bodies generate enough electricity to light the world. He is not just speaking metaphorically or like being all spiritual yogi about it. He was a total science guy to the extreme. Right. He, he developed so many things. He, he, he created so many inventions that were stolen, taken, you know, Edison was a chump, right? Why are you making that face? He did invent the light bulb. Who was working with him? 10,000 experiments to get it right. (sighs) Anyway, let's move on. Yes, let's. Tesla was working with him until he he ousted Tesla out, right? Point. Once again, what did we do? The weird friend, the awkward friend, the one that doesn't fit in, or usually the most genius. True. Certainly the most unique and the ones we can learn the most from. So, what to do? I think we should... So, what to do? Here's my suggestion. The world seems a certain way right now. I want you all to imagine and wish for what you would like the world to be. Now, it has to be one that is good for humanity, that is joyful. Just try. Think of the most joyful, liberating, peaceful, nourishing world possible. Make a wish for that. Make the kinds of wishes that would uplift the world. What are those wishes? And I want you to concentrate on that because that is powerful. That is change. That is you creating something. I mean, think about how one man can wreak so much havoc and make millions of people run for their lives. So you are one friend standing in the kitchen doing dishes, doing the same thing, but the opposite, bringing joy and health and nourishment and love and safety and great beauty to the world. Well, we always say what you focus on grows. 
And another one of my favorite sayings is, of course, whether you go looking for heaven or hell, you'll find it. So for goodness sake, look for heaven. Focus on, put your attention on the good. I think there's a great electric shock in the act of wishing. Ever since I can remember, if you could grab the phrase that I've said most often in my life, it's make a wish. I'm always screaming, make a wish. I'll see signs everywhere throughout the day. The oven will flash 1111, 333, 222, You know, like things like that happen and they're just cues for me. Or a, a, a ladybug could like all of a sudden fly through the air like right on my head. And that's a cue for me to make a wish. I think there's such charge in that. There's such power in that. So just make a wish. Make a make a wish, you guys. You don't have to wait for your birthday. You don't have to wait for candles. Just do it. You don't have to wait for the eleven eleven sign on the stove. Right. So let's make a wish for a friendlier, happier, more compassionate world. Let's make a wish for a great family of friends that are better, stronger together. Here we are. We're right here. Let's make it bigger. Keep making the wishes. Hold that thought of utopia. And when I say that, I kind of cringe myself like, ugh. Like, you know, like I just feel like um, it's made fun of so much to be so optimistic like that, especially in the midst of such hardship. So what, is it better to like be the other way around? No, I'm going to hold and I'm going to wish for what I think should be until it actually is in existence. And I'm going to do other things as well. I'm going to physically create things and make things better. I'm just saying, if you think about it, like energetically, like electronically, um, what's the word for it? Like, you know, being electric, there's great power in that. There's, there's great power in our thoughts. There is great power within us. And we absolutely, absolutely can change the world. And the outside world is just the same as our inner world. And Probably in the next episode, you're going to hear someone say the absolute opposite. And if wish is to, I don't know, come up with your word for it, flip it to prayer. Flip it to maybe the language of your grandparents. Because it's kind of the same gosh darn thing. It doesn't matter. You know, much like love now freaks people out. Prayer freaks people out because religion has been so bad to people in some ways, in many ways. So we don't, we don't, don't choose that word. Like when I was studying to become a yoga instructor, they were saying, don't use the word love because it triggers people. Ouch. If you think about it, so many people have fallen in love and have been heartbroken. So when they hear the word love, it triggers them. So it may not be a happy word for them. It's a charged Ouch. word, right? But that can be reprogrammed. We can erase that and reprogram it. And isn't it funny? Like you haven't even said anything. I said we are compute. Like it, I kind of sound like, uh, what's the other guy's name? The Tesla guy. 
but not my Tesla, the other Tesla that flies rockets in in space now. Elon Musk? Elon Musk. You know, he and his crew and like like-minded people will say that life is actually a computer program. Ah, uh, yes. Right? We're, we're all trapped in the matrix. Ugh. I don't want to sound like that. That's not what I'm saying. But it, it, it is interesting that we developed computers and we actually fashioned them after ourselves. We created them. We modeled them after ourselves. I'm very simplified. Yes. Right? The computer is a simplified version, correct? The computer is a very simple machine, really. Is it? Yes. Well, to me, it's not. To me, I'm like, I don't understand you. It's blazingly fast, but it's not intuitive. But like, I think that most people treat the computer as it's stronger than humans. It's more powerful. It's smarter than humans. Blah, blah, blah. You can like keep going down the list of how in so many cases it's, it's more advanced than a human being, but it's really quite the opposite way around that the computer is actually fashioned after what we are. We are magnetic, galvanized, divine sparks, divine light that is able to interconnect and completely receive and send information out throughout unlimited space and time. No computer can do that yet, that we know of. We are the most powerful beings, the most powerful everything. And that's it. Do you have anything else to add? Not a whisper. So remember, the world is a friendly place. It's a kind world, especially because you are in it and because of our friendship. We're better, stronger together. And remember, you're going to hear people say that you're not powerful, that you are not responsible for the outside world, that you can't really change anything but yourself. That's not true. Remember that. And we'll talk to you in a few days. Thank you so much. We love you. Yes. If you want to support our show, go to our website, ourfriendlyworldpodcast.com. There's a coffee button there. Hey. You know what to do. We love you. Talk to you later. Be well. Bye. Bye-bye.